My name is Ed Peters, and I welcome you to What's New. We continue today in Matthew chapter 23, moving on to verses 25 and 26. These verses bring us to the fifth woe, and it deals with the scribes and Pharisees placing their emphasis on the externals. But all of their external ceremonies could not cling up their inner corruption. These religious rulers substituted ritual for reality, formality for faith, and they placed their prescribed forms of worship ahead of God. Now, here are verses 25 and 26, and Matthew writes, Woe to you Pharisees, and you religious leaders, you hypocrites! You are so careful to polish the outside of the cup, but the inside is foul with extortion and greed. You blind Pharisees first cling the inside of the cup, and then the whole cup will be clean. Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. To pretend piety, according to the scriptures, is one of the most hateful sins to God. When you think about it, it seems so ludicrous that humans would try to fool people, but even more ludicrous is the idea of humans trying to fool God. Not only do people notice hypocrisy in religion, but certainly an all-knowing God would. In religion especially, to pretend to be what you're not is particularly distasteful. And most distasteful is such pretension 
among religious leaders. Jesus spoke about this, and Matthew records his seemingly harsh words in chapter 23 of the first gospel. I've spoken about these tough words of Jesus on a number of What's New programs now. Today I come to the fifth woe in verses 25 to 26. Jesus is speaking to the religious leaders, he says. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites. You clean the outside of the cup and dish, but inside you are full of greed and self-indulgence. Blind Pharisees, first clean the inside of the cup and dish, and then the outside also will be clean. The idea of cleanliness appears often in God's regulations for his people. It wasn't so much a matter of being physically clean over against being physically dirty, but it was a matter of being ceremonially clean. Since this was an important concept in Jewish law, there arose complicated regulations regarding cleanliness. Dr. Barclay, in his commentary on Matthew, writes about some of the many Pharisaic rules and regulations relating to clean and unclean. He says, An earthen vessel, which is hollow, becomes unclean only on the inside and not on the outside, and it can only be cleansed by being broken. The following earthen vessels cannot become unclean at all. A flat plate without a rim, an open coal shovel, a gridiron with holes in it for parching grains of wheat. On the other hand, a plate with a rim or an earthen spice box or a writing case can become unclean. Of vessels made of leather, bone, wood, and glass, flat ones do not become unclean. Deep ones do. Any metal vessel, which is at once smooth and hollow, can become unclean. But a door, a bolt, a lock, a hinge, a knocker cannot become unclean. If a thing is made of wood and metal, then the wood can become unclean, but the metal cannot. The food or drink inside a vessel might have been obtained by cheating or extortion or theft. It might be luxurious or gluttonous. That did not matter, so long as the vessel itself was carefully and ceremonially clean. Unquote. Many rules relating to people becoming unclean were also often slavishly adhered to. If a person touched a dead body, that person was considered unclean and could not worship in the temple until he was ceremonially cleansed. If an unclean person touched a clean vessel, that vessel became unclean. Then another person who touched that vessel also became unclean. It was important to have clean vessels. There was, of course, constant controversy over what constituted clean and unclean vessels. Should only the inside of a dish be washed, or the outside also? That was what Jesus was referring to here. Jesus' whole point concerns the person. The Pharisees were showmen. They were actors. They were concerned about the outside, the side that could be seen by people. They were unconcerned about their real life. They occupied themselves with externals in religion, not with internals. 
they were robbers, and there were other excesses in their lives. Of these they thought nothing. Internal cleansing never occurred to them, only the outward show. Jesus said, clean up the inside, and the outside will take care of itself. What a person is, is crucial. Jesus pointed away from ceremonial questions. The big problem was that these Pharisees and teachers of the law didn't see that they themselves needed cleaning. They evidently never connected outward and inward religion. That ceremonial distinctions also had moral implications. There was far more to these rules of God in the Scripture than just ceremonial. It went far deeper than just dirty dishes. To this the Pharisees were blind. That's what Jesus called them, blind Pharisees. Often Israel and Christians are blind to the fact that Old Testament ceremonial distinctions have moral implications. It is never ceremony for ceremony's sake. There was always more to it than just the ceremony. It's the meaning behind the act that these Pharisees and teachers of the law were blind to. According to Jesus, it's absolutely crucial to read the scripture with a view to understanding what's behind the rituals. It's not sufficient to make sure that the rituals are correctly practiced. These Pharisees and teachers of the law were blind to this fact. I must add that the force of these words of Jesus ought to speak loud and clear to Christians and to the church too. For example, baptism is an important act. But baptism is a symbol only, and the symbol is never as important as the truth behind it. Baptism is a symbol of the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ. And when we are baptized, it is a testimony that we have identified with Christ in his death, burial, and resurrection. The ritual of baptism never saved anyone, and it should not be practiced as though it does. Another example, the elements of the Lord's Supper are only symbols given in order to remind us of Christ's body and blood which he gave for us. The wine and the bread are symbols only given to us to take so that we would remember the reality behind the symbols. Taking the Lord's Supper or being baptized have no saving value in themselves. Some churches make far too much of the details of the rituals and far too little of the truth they teach. To do the rituals only without the inner transformation is to be as blind as were these Pharisees. No rituals ever save. Only faith in Christ does. Why can't I live my life without losing it? Why can't I grow without why can't I live for you, Lord, without dying? There must be an easier way. There was no easier way for you. There was no easier thing you could do. The cost of my life. No easier way.
News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.